Yeah. Hey, five on the right, two on the left, man. You know what time it is. Just moors in America Soar through the shores And endure criminal acts of war On our character Seven years after the fourth score No reward Shout out to the most courageous They was jumping over barriers Where does that compare to you? We come from a place Where you scared to visit our area We come from a place Where it's scary for good Samaritans Heavy luggage we carrying Babies having babies It's crazy being American Praise the one and only Allah There's no comparison La ilaha Body and berry gin Laughing at you clowns like ha ha Dodging a Nephilim Conquer lower self with a high Follow your regimen Way before they came we were gods And now we specimen Tried to take the light from our eyes Thank God for Edison Then they put the wool on our eyes It's so embarrassing Now we travel frequently We should invest in Sheraton All of us got gold on our bodies Whenever we stepping in Screaming Ramadan Move a rock Training the flesh again Wishing we could move as a unit Just like the Mexicans, dodging all the foods with estrogen, synthetic medicines, all sin is devilish. Sometimes the decisions that you make come for a better gift. Sometimes when you sin is to relate to all your brethren. Heavenly gates all in our face, we the champions. We live in the sky, we see the angels on the chariots. Waiting on the $20 bill, face a Harriet. I bet you I'm a carrier. I'm in love with music to the point I want to marry it. But my love for people is greater, so I write messages. Largest spending power, but we still sit at a deficit. Living amongst prejudice, even at our residence. Moors in America, flourishing, excellent. Let's buy up some neighborhoods and grow my own president. Yeah. And I come to you today with all intentions of spreading love, truth. Freedom and justice. All right. Happy holiday, Moors. You know how we do here. This video represents the views of the presenters and our guests and is based off our own personal research and life experiences. In no way is this content endorsed or a representation of the official policies of any other organizations. We're going to go ahead and do it for this holy day. First and foremost, I rise giving the highest praise to the Most High, our Father God Allah. We extend the honors to our divine prophet noble Drew Ali for bringing us our divine creed and nationality we also extend an honor to the forerunner to the prophet our brother Marcus Mosiah Garvey we extend honors to all the eight up sheets and all the faithful moors to make up the grand body of the moors divine and national movement we're just going to go ahead and say we extend an honors to everything moorish including all the Muslims here because the man honors man he also honors 
a lot. I just ask that everybody watching, please click the like and share button. Help to get this information out. I think you'll enjoy this Holy Day message. This is from chapter 25 in the Holy Quran. You can also join us on Zoom. We do it every Friday at 7 p.m. So, good afternoon, everyone, or good evening, I should say. And you're doing a holy day with the true and living light bringer Moors in America. As always, I'm your brother Lloyd Douglas L, also known as Sharif Ali. And what we do here is we uncover and bring glorious light to all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm. That's what we do here on the podcast known as Moors in America. And I think you will enjoy this um Holy Day class going over chapter 25, the divine origin of the Asiatic nations. Okay? And we're going to do this together. And I just ask that everybody shares the video. Help to spread this information. And uh, excuse me, excuse me. I meant to say Holy Covenant. Holy Covenant. Alright? Not divine origin. But um, everybody watching, make sure you click like and share. Help to get this out. Um, also subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to this YouTube channel right here. Or if you're not listening to this on YouTube, make sure you go over to YouTube and subscribe. And also visit our website, moresinamerica.com, and make sure that you save it. We're also on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Moors in America and support the work, the good work that we're doing. And on that note, we're going to have a word from our sponsors and then we're going to get started. Peace and love, Moors. All right, Islam, Moors. God, Allah, Noble Drew Ali, founder of Moorish American Prayer, Allah, the father of the universe, the father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my God, and my salvation by night and by day. Through his holy prophet, Drew Ali, amen. The Moorish Science Temple of America, home office of Noble Drew Ali, home office, Chicago, Illinois, USA. Islam, Islam, Islam is a happy holy day, Muslims. All right, Islam, brother, gratitude. Uh, brother Kobe, would you please read the writs? Islam, Grand Sheik, I rise and give perfect praise to our great God, Allah. Rise and give honors to our prophet, noble Drew Ali. Rise and give honors to forerunner Marcus Messiah Garvey for paving the way. Rise and give honors to all ills and bays. Rise and give honors to our Grand Sheik and Grand Sheikis. Rise and give honors to our mission, our temple, Temple 30. Rise and give honors to all monsters on the planet. Prophet warns all monsters to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end all radical speeches while at work, in their homes, and on the streets. 
We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards at Europeans. It causes confusion. Remember, your card is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And when these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the Moorish movement will receive their awards from Allah for their unjust deeds. All true Moors must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button, cease wearing their turban and fez, and return to the state where I, the prophet, found them. This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet Noble Juali, and the prophet is not right. The temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, is sending out a divine plea to all Moorish Americans. They do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways. Peace, Noble Juali. Prophet proclaims to, excuse me, to be proclaimed in every meeting. Islam, I am glad to know I have a few faithful Moors among you all, and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There is a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation. They claim that I was a joke and unreal. But now since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Asiatics must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens. They are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds. The ones that pay their divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. That is why I'm calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moorish movement. I need finance and I need it badly. Never before have I needed finance so badly as I do at present, so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world would not recognize the movement without I, the prophet, being hit. It has been proven by my works, which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, Noble Juali. To the members of the Moor Science Temple of America, Islam. This instruction is from your prophet, Noble Juali. Be faithful unto your forefather, divine and national creed, that you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world, and his judgment is on now. But the weak can comprehend it not. The end of times are drawing near, so says Allah to his divine prophet, I, Noble Juali. And that is why many hearts have turned to stone. Many have eyes to see, but cannot see. Ears to hear, but cannot hear least they will be confounded of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear Moors, and every evil spirit is moving, and they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your profit. Watch your enemies, dear Moors, your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest and the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples. Act accordingly and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace. Your divine prophet, Noble Juali. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, Moslems.
Islam, brother, happy holy day and gratitude. All right, before we get started today, just want to ask a few questions. I see we have someone new, uh, looks like a brother Williams. Um, please let us know where you're calling from. Cleveland, Ohio. All right, Islam. Okay, we may have spoken online. Um, if you're yeah, able to, yeah, we did. All right, if you're able to in the chat, I mean, you don't have to do it right now. But just um, in the chat, just type your name, put your location again, and the contact for you, like an email, either email or a phone number. Okay. Just when you get a All chance. All right, Islam. Islam, no rush. Looks like you're on the road, so just um. Please do that when you can in the chat. Okay, appreciate it, brother. All right, and um, if this is your first time, don't know if this yet, if you've ever been in a meeting, the More Science Temple of America, we do this every Friday. Friday for us is the holy day. We go over lessons from our Quran, which was divinely prayer, prepared by the prophet noble Drew Ali. And um, we build on that lesson. We also open up the floor to questions so it's after that, it's an open dialogue, okay? So even if, you know, it's not related to the chapter that we're going over, after we're done with the chapter, we'll open up that floor to, you know, to dialogue in general, all right? Islam, fam. Okay, Islam. All right, and let's, let's go ahead and get started. We're in chapter 25 today. That's a holy covenant of the Asiatic nation. If you're reading in your Quran, that's on starting on page 35. Let's see. Okay. So yeah, if you're reading along in your Quran, that's on page 35. That's chapter 25, a holy covenant of the Asiatic nation. Very short chapter, but we're gonna build on this, go a little um, deeper in depth about what's really being talked about here. So this this is very important. Um, I probably say that every time, but this is important. We need to understand our Holy Covenant. We need to know what that means, how this applies to us. All right, because I'm just gonna tell you, this is the, these are um, speaking on the relations that bind us and the importance, the significance of it, right? We have to put that into action. That's what makes our covenant real. And that's what empowers us out here in the real world, right? So we know it's not just some paperwork or just claiming that you are more, putting that on the record. That may be important as well, you know, something to do, but that's not really what's saving you, right? It's, it's our own actions, our own thoughts and deeds how we conduct ourselves on a regular basis, how we're actually living. And that's the information that's not out there that is not available online because people aren't talking about this because that's not cool. People want to sell paperwork. They want to sell bogus paperwork. They want to try to make a little money. People are trying to sell people dreams, telling you that all you have to do is do this and you're free or you don't have to abide by the laws, all types of stuff people are saying, right? It's, holds no weight and it's not even realistic. So we don't limit ourselves to that. And the information is floating around out there because a lot of that stuff is reckless. Our saving power is actually in coming together within our society 
understanding that our prophet actually set up an Islamic nation state or the Asiatic states of North America. So we actually set up an Islamic nation state and then understanding how to come into our holy covenant, right? So we have a holy covenant. We have a divine origin. We are returning to our divine creed. And now moving together, doing this on an individual basis, and then also moving together as a unit. And that's what ties us. That's what binds us to each other and creates the common goal and the common interests that we can now work together to accomplish our goals. And, and of course, one of our goals is the success of our nation, first and foremost, right? Making sure that our neighborhoods, everything that we have that we need is being secured. And so um, chapter 25 is kind of like a segue is the chapters 20 through 25 are kind of speaking on getting your house in order, but also 25 through 30 are speaking on the foundations for our community. So 25 is starting to get out of the household, get into the, the community as a whole. Okay. And so once again, we're speaking on the Holy covenant of the Asiatic nation and that's, that's that bond, I mean, that, um, that, that sacred oath that binds all Moorish Americans together into a brotherhood, a sisterhood. That's why we call each other brother and sister. We're part of the sacred brotherhood. Islam, Brother Kobe, I yield the floor. Islam, Grand Sheik, I rise and give all honors to great God, Allah, and our prophet, Obu Ali. If you look at uh, chapter 25, it's five in here, right? And think about our creed with the covenant islam and once we read this look at it in one two three four and five is love truth peace freedom and justice in each one of these islam are your floor islam perfect and definitely come back to that later after we read this that's that's perfect islam so yeah that's that's the creed it's five it's easy to remember too but we have to make sure our thoughts deeds and actions line up with that love truth peace freedom and justice so um just going into this holy, right? We have a um, holy covenant of the Asiatic nation. Holy meaning sacred, pure in heart, godly, right? That's holy. Covenant is a mutual agreement of two or more persons or parties. Mutual agreement. But what? who's the covenant with? Like on one end, it's with us, but we have a covenant, a divine covenant with Allah, a holy covenant. Right, so we have a covenant with the creator. And then uh, the Asiatic nation. The nation is uh, a people of the earth distinguished from the rest by common descent, language, or institutions. We know that we're of Moorish descent. We're not looking at more in the restrictive sense, just restricted to the present-day Moroccan state. We know that not only was it all of North Africa, we know that it extended over here. We know that we've been, um, we know that when, when we say Moors, we're talking about the creators of civilization, right? That we predate even the breaking of parts of the continents. And we know that that's actually on the record, that our ancestors recorded these things happening. All right. And on one other thing I want to speak about too, with, with this covenant. Islam, somebody. Okay, there we go. All right, Islam. Okay, so speaking on this covenant, I want to go into the Quran as revealed to the Prophet Muhammad. 
Surah 31, verse 20. Okay. So, and you can look that up later on. But look, we're looking right now at Surah 31, verse 20 in the Quran. It says, Do you not see how Allah has made subservient to you all that is in the heavens and all that is on the earth? You hear this, right? It says, Do you not see how Allah has made subservient to you all that is in the heavens? and all that is on the earth and lavished upon you his blessings both visible and invisible still there are some among humankind who argue about allah though they have no knowledge no guidance and no illuminating book all right so we're talking about coming back into our covenant we have divine instructions from the prophet noble drew ali Okay, divine instructions, meaning of or from God. And we're being given these instructions on how to come back into our covenant. All right, so there's no point on arguing with this with anyone else. Unless they have divine insight, right? Still, there are some among humankind who argue about a lot, though they have no knowledge, no guidance, and no illuminating book. Right, so there's no point in arguing about this. Allah has made subservient to us all that is in the heavens and all that is on earth and lavished upon you his blessings, both visible and invisible. So from a visible perspective, one way of seeing that, we understand that man has dominion over the earth, right? It doesn't matter if it's the sky, the seas, you know, we could be in the desert. You know, we're not like, like animals. Like you take a koala bear out of Australia and just put them in Arizona, or put him here in Ohio, and he probably can't survive because they have to have the uh, they have to have the eucalyptus, right? They get their water, everything from eating that leaf, and so like we're not like that, right? They could plop you in the desert, and you can figure out how to get water out of the cactus or digging or whatever you got to do. You can make an oasis there, right? Like they did in Dubai. You can, you know, you can survive. You could do it. All of this is under. So you see that, though. You see that that's visible. But then invisible, we also know that we have a higher self, that Allah is in each and every one of us, that we have powers and abilities that we haven't even begun to tap into. All right. And that's why this is hidden from us, because no one can. Um, uh, why can't I think of the word? Uh, oh, yeah. No one can oppress you. It's impossible. If you actually begin to tap into this, if if you start to align with your higher self, if I start to align with my higher self, if we do this as a collective, right, moving as a unit, we can't, nobody can oppress us. It's impossible. So, of course, the opposite is being pushed on us hard and heavy, especially right now, right? They want us popping pills, doing drugs, being stupid and just foolish. They don't even want us to give ourselves 10, 20 minutes a day to meditate, right? Because it's scary what we could do. And I just want to go over to some of the commentary about um, this verse from the Quran. That's verse 31. I mean, chapter 31, verse 20. 
It says this verse tells us that not everybody has the capacity to argue about religion. There are three conditions that are to be met by such a person, knowledge, guidance from God, and sound knowledge of the Holy Quran. So that's a warning for Muslims not to indulge in missionary activity unless these three conditions are met. And then it says some Muslim missionary groups are unaware of this command. As a result, they cause harm to the Islamic cause. So it's like, it's kind of like the saying that's in the Bible, like, don't cast pearls to swine. And it says something else about dogs. I can't remember. But um, basically, you know, don't don't even waste time. Right. It's not even any point in, in, in engaging in that type of dialogue unless the person has some type of understanding and, and some type of wisdom so that you can both learn and gain from it. Right. But we have divine instructions. And really, if, if we don't have a, a good enough understanding of it, then that's what we need to do. Just study, work on what we have, strengthening ourselves. You don't have to go out and convince the world. If you convince yourself because the lies in you, you're going to be successful. And that's enough proof. People will listen to you just because they see you working it. And they're going to say, hey, how, how are you guys working it? How is this working for you? It ain't working for us. So it's not something where we have to go out there trying to get everybody, people who aren't even trying to listen. You know, it's Friday. Anybody trying to do this on a Friday? They, not, they don't want to hear no holy day. Friday is an unholy day, right? For a lot of people, they ain't, they ain't trying to hear this. Friday night? No, I ain't, I'm not. There's no way they're going to be on a holy day on a Friday night, <laughs> right? So, you know, for everyone is here, like we, we don't have to worry about that. All we have to do is strengthen what we have, build ourselves up. We will, we, we're already moving in that direction, all right? Um, but we, we're coming into the covenant, right? So um, back to this, holy covenant of the Asiatic nation, all right? Um, and then as far as the Asiatic nation, um, going into our Quran questionnaire, question 59, What is the modern name given to their children? Asiatics, right? We also know that um, several, um, I guess you could say several anthropologists, they would say Afro-Asiatics. You had the Afro-Asiatic languages, the the, um, Semitic languages spoken by more than 250 million people in Africa. And that's including North Africa, West Africa, um, Western Asia, which would be like the Arabian Peninsula and all that. Okay. This is also what is commonly referred to as where civilization started in that area, uh, the Tigris-Euphrates area. Islam. All right. And this is where the prophet, um, for the most part, gave us origin that our ancestors came from the east to this portion of the land and settled. Um, We also know that the prophet dated this in in chapter 47 as occurring before the Atlantic Ocean was created. North, South, Central America were all, from our perspective, a part of Africa. That's not something that we should really go around saying all the time because everybody's not going to understand where we're coming from. But this will all be revealed as well over time. All right. So let's go back in here. 
Okay. And so um, first, the prophet gave us the lessons, chapters 20 through 25, for getting our houses in order, right? So that we, because you, you can't have a nation without the family. So the families have to be locked down. They have to be tight. It has to be so tight that even if it seems like there's attack from, from without, attack from other communities, we can withstand it. We saw that an attack actually happened, right? On the so-called black family, right? The Asiatic families of North America, where for the longest, they were trying to break our families down, right? Trying to remove the men from the household, putting drugs in there, putting them in the community, right? You actually had government involvement on the record of putting crack in the community to do what? Specifically to attack our families, to break the families down. So the prophet gave us divine instructions on how to get our families back together and tighten it up, right? Can't say, oh, go out here, build these communities with what? With, with a bunch of, a bunch of um, people who are broken, right? Whose houses aren't in order? Nah, no, we have to get that down first. And then, okay, now we have instructions for our communities, okay? So that we can move as a unit one god one aim one destiny and then eventually we will influence the world all right and so uh first verse hang on ye are children of one father provided for by his care and the breast of one mother hath given you suck. All right. Anybody um, have any insight they want to share on this? Uh, Islam, Grand Sheik. Uh, uh, we can just start off with that being love. Islam. Islam. All right. And, and then uh, we know, too, that often Allah is given the uh, um, masculine attribute, the father. At the same time, we know that Allah, you know, may not necessarily be able to be um, pigeonholed into one category, right? As far as being male or female, because it's the creator of all. It's, it's omnipotent. It's everything. All right. But it's given that masculine aspect because it's a provider, right? Provider, protector. So that's your father, right? Allah. And then we also know the higher self is the what? Islam, I see you, Sister Douglas L. Islam, first and foremost, I'd like to rise and give perfect praise to our Father God, Allah. I also like to rise and give honors to his prophet, Noble Juali, and honors to all the lost prophets, and honors to all you Muslims on the call. Um, if we go back to chapter 23, verse 4, it says, be grateful to thy father, for he gave thee life, and to thy mother, for she sustained thee. And that's um, just letting the children know to honor thy mother and father. And that goes right into this chapter here, because we're talking about the Holy Covenant. And that is for us to honor our mother and father, Islam. I yield the floor. All right, Islam, perfect. Okay, so 
you you have one father, the, the creator, Allah, and the breast of one mother have given you suck in, in one in many ways. That's that's the 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 mother's the higher uh, excuse me, the mother of all virtues, right? The higher self is the mother of all virtues. So this is where your sustenance comes from, your true source, right? It's coming from Allah and the higher self within you. All right. And um <clears throat> we're giving this reminder right so that we don't forget that no matter what you're going through no matter what trials and tribulations you're going through this is where your true source is all right and even even our brothers and sisters even when we're not in agreement with them right even you know sometimes people can be annoying or you know don't get along still they have that same source as well so out of love and respect we we honor that because when man honors man he also honors a lot islam all right, and then moving to verse two. Let the bonds of affection, therefore, unite thee with thy brothers, that peace and happiness may dwell in thy father's house. All right, so we have these common bonds that we're tied together. You know, we have this, this common um, origin, right? We're all lost children. We understand that. And we know that Islam, actually, the root word of Islam is peace. So we know that this is ultimately where we need to move towards, whether it's for our household, our family, our communities, our nation, as a whole. This is what we're moving for or moving towards. Islam. And so we're just we're getting another reminder. Right, let the bonds of affection therefore unite thee with thy brothers, that peace and happiness may dwell in thy father's house. So this is ultimately always what we're pushing for. If we're negotiating with other people, right? This is ultimately what we're pushing for. We're keeping that remembrance in the back of our head. Our our bonds of affection will actually tie us to each other. Right? We're looking for the greater good for both of us, not looking on how we can get over on one another. Islam, I see you, sister. Islam also if I may add that in the earlier chapters it was said that once we understand our place as Moorish American Muslims and we are upright independent and fearless and following our prophet and focusing on Allah that we will be at peace with ourselves and everyone and everything around us and that made me think of you know once we're all in our right conduct and in our right state of mind, we won't be fighting amongst each other. It'll be all love all the time. And, you know, if we do have misunderstandings, we could definitely push through it because we're coming from a place of love instead of hate. Islam, I use the floor. Islam. All right, Islam. Gratitude, sister. And when you separate in the world, remember the relation that bindeth you to love and unity and prefer not a stranger before thy own blood. Right. So we know that um, we all go our own ways. We know that our people also are many like we're, we're spread out all over the world. All right. But we're taught. Right. We're lost children. We're taught. It's, it's Moorish Americans 
to remember the ties, the blood ties even that we share as well as spiritual. Okay. So we know that Asiatics are pretty much, that's almost everybody in the world except for people of European descent and not, you know, not saying that to not people of European descent either. Okay. Just being real. We understand this. So we're not looking at all the separation. Okay. And then we also know to prefer not a stranger before thy own blood. So this is reminding us also to look out for ourselves, just like other people do, right? Just like everyone else does. I remember um, I remember years ago, man, I think it was the last Rush Hour movie they made where the dude, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan's in there and Jackie Chan's brother, like they both cops, Jackie Chan's brother was a criminal and he's coming over from Hong Kong and, and everybody's like, oh man, y'all gotta get him. And Jackie Chan's like, I can't do it. I'm going to protect my brother no matter what. And the dude, Chris Tucker, was looking stupid because he was the whole time he trying to call him brother, you know, trying to be, you know, like friends with him. And he's like, you're not my brother. (laughs) You know, that's my real brother. I got his back. I don't care. He's a criminal. I'm going to cover for him. I'm going to try to get him out of trouble. I got his back no matter what. You know, and I just remember that because it's like, look, at the end of the day, right, this still holds true. Prefer not a stranger before thy own blood. It don't matter what, right? At the end of the day, we have to always remember that, okay? Because a lot of other people have that down, and that's why they don't suffer like we do, right? They honor that principle, and that's why they get blessed. So um, moving on. Verse four, if thy brother is in adversity, assist him. If thy sister is in trouble, forsake her not. I mean, obviously, we can see how this will empower us and then put us in a position to succeed. Um, as Moorish Americans, we're instructed to do this, right? We, we don't ab- abandon right, each other. We don't pretend we don't see it. If you see someone struggling, We're supposed to take that as a challenge, like, okay, not going to let that happen on my watch, especially our own, right? Looking out for our own. And this is for our families, but also for our communities. So even those we're not, you know, didn't grow up in the same household with Islam, brother Kobe, I see you. Islam, Grant, she got you want to come back real quick on that. And uh, the ancient, uh, ancient times in our times, in ancient times, we uh, never had a word for help or thank you. So, like, it, like I said, like, if I walked around and I seen somebody that was in any trouble, I would just help them and keep on moving like I was moving. I just keep on doing what I was doing, but I'm just going to help that person get out of the situation. So it really wasn't – you didn't even have to ask somebody in the ancient times when we were doing things to for help. It would just – if I see somebody, you, you would help them, and then you would just, you know, go about your life. And it would need to be a thank you for it. Islam. Islam, gratitude, brother. So that um that just shows that it's supposed to be natural for us, right? This is just supposed to be understood as a way of life, right? And if we do this, obviously we'll be successful, right? Our families, our communities, at the point that it's at now, right? You can't really trust your children around other people, not even other Asiatics, right? Ain't no telling what they're gonna do. So, you know, we 
we're we're commanded you know to be the opposite right to do uh to look out for each other all right and then the last verse uh verse five so shall the fortunes of thy father contribute to the support of his whole race and his care be continued to you all in your love to each other all right and so this is just reiterating that too this as the father successful that enriches the entire family and then by um default the the entire community the entire nation and you know as as we show love to each other right love to our own children right that that affects them that that uh, you know that spreads out to the entire community and then this goes back to why our communities were broken down and why the men came under attack they had to get the men out of the house and it took them a while to figure out how to do it right but they had to break that down okay because when they broke that down that prevented a lot of us from having good fortune from being successful you know and it it, it handicapped us and then after a generation we didn't even care we didn't even think it's important we don't even think it's important to have the father and the mother right men ain't you know they they got a saying men ain't ish right i ain't gonna say it but you know what i'm saying they 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 going around saying it's like it's cool and we don't even think nothing of it and like i said after a generation it ain't a big deal no more right but as long as we go on like that we're what we're vulnerable out here there's no man to protect right guide and protect so yeah we we can't be successful without that so we have to reverse it and um we don't as Moorish Americans, we don't act like that's that's not an issue. We we go right to it. We don't forget it. We attack it head on, and probably um, what what most people wouldn't even do. No one else is going to do it except for Moorish Americans. Islam, I see you, brother Kobe. Islam Grand Sheik, <clears throat> just let me count back on that. Uh, my my mom was born in 1948, in uh, January. And she used to tell me about like uh, when like public assistance first came out and project buildings first came out. Uh, it was actually to get the mail out of there. And if you look at if you study most project buildings anywhere across the country, most of them oddly are named like Rockwell projects in Chicago are named after the German soldiers, Nazis. And it's kind of weird. Like you put two or two together. You're taking away the the, the, the the father. You're taking away the Moorish American father. Because back in them times, they would fight you if you say the word black. You couldn't call each other black. So now you got to understand that. Then you put the project in. Then you get a generation or two. They don't they don't understand. They don't remember about back then. So like you had an older parent to talk to them. Because like even with uh, my mom divorced with, with uh, my mom and uh. My grandparents divorced when my mom was still in high school. And I was way back then. So, and she even said then my grandfather was dead against with eight kids. You are, are not ever going to get on any type of, you know what I'm saying, government support, any type of Section 8, any of that. And my grandmother used to always argue that she would want to get on that. But my grandfather was, he was Nation Islam. He's like, nope, I'm not, that's not going to happen, period, at all, and, with eight kids. And they noticed that like certain parents and stuff went along with it, certain didn't. 
And the ones that, that, that went along with that game with the government wind up catching the bad end of the stick real bad. And you see it like 30 years later. And you see like where all the madness come from like Chicago. Mecca is a beautiful city. Uh, my people grew up in Bronzeville. If you go right across the street, you can look right across the street on State Street. One block, you can just look at that block and see how the difference in demographic, and it's all of us on one side, all of them, all of the other, what I would say, black people. Those were actually considered, because Bronzeville was where the prophet was at. And they would always say, since I was a kid, don't go across the street over that side when I was getting babysitted. For some reason, they called them the N-word, like all oh, them niggas over there. Real talk. So Islam, I yield the floor now. I would just let you know a little bit about Chicago and even how I was growing up. Like the older people, they could no knowledge they'd tell you. The ones that kind of didn't, they were the product of the environment. Islam. Islam, brother. Gratitude for sharing that. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so like a lot of us don't don't even realize what happened, like with the projects and the whole getting the man out of the household thing. But um and that reminds me too. Um, well, most of y'all know you've seen our children, but we we have five children, right? And I remember um child number one or um child number two, there was a brother who's like old enough to be my dad, who's giving me some advice. And he's like, Hey, don't put your name on the birth certificate. <laughs> you know, tell her don't put it. We married. <laughs> I'm like, man, nah. <laughs> um, I'm like 20 something, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm like, nah, nah, you know, I'm not doing that. But he's like, don't put, tell her, don't put your name on the birth certificate, you know, so you can get like government benefits. And, um, you know, I'm not knocking him at all because I know where that's coming from. Right. Right. He's 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 saying that because this is what was being put out in our communities that we um, if if there's no man in the household, you could get free housing, you could get um and I'm not knocking anyone who, you know, needed that, but I'm talking about like, you know, you can get free housing, you can get um, food stamps and all that stuff. And um, cause like we, we were living in the project when I was like real little. So I'm not knocking that for anybody, you know, but I'm just saying, this is something that was going on in the communities and you have people who had a man and the man had to actually hide when people would come to inspect to make sure there was no man living in the household. Right. Because they wanted the income to be low enough for it to be free. You could have a man and still be in the projects. A lot of people didn't know that. But like if your income was real low, it'd be free. So people were trying to live almost free. And um, that's where that came from. And like a lot of people don't realize, like there were projects all over the country. I got I have this up on the screen because um, the projects that were in St. Louis. Um, they're demolished now. Right. If you just look that up on Google, it'll say it was composed of 33 billions of buildings, 11 stories. Right. North side of St. Louis. OK. And it was famous. A lot of Asiatics lived there. Like we, we the indigenous population and don't even realize. it. And so they had this big, gigantic housing projects in St. Louis. And they got all these families to go along with that. No man in the household. And even if the man was there, he's having to hide. And the children are seeing this. And so like something psychologically is happening. And so this was like, I mean, this is huge. This is like, you know, this is like going to New York or something like that, right? So they had these big high rise buildings and a bunch of our families, like thousands of Asiatic families living in there and 
many of them with no men in the household. And that wasn't normal for us. And now it's gone. It's demolished. So there's no proof of it. So like a whole generation or two went through this. And now they're in the end result where we have these broken homes and, and you got you have children, young, young adults that are out there terrorizing the neighborhood. And they don't even know how they got there. They don't even know how they got to that end point. Right. Because it's like they they did it on by design. They built all these high rises. And this St. Louis, just the opportunity that I, that, I mean, just the one that I know about. But this happened all over the place. They had it in Memphis, Tennessee. They had them all over the place. Okay. And then they destroyed the evidence after the job was done. So it wasn't about having like this permanent place to put all of us, right? Because who who builds a bunch of high rises that cost a lot of money and then demolishes them? So it was all about breaking down the families and they thought that out, okay? That was done by design and they had to get us to go along with it because at the end of the day, we have more power than we think. So they couldn't force us to do nothing. We had to buy into it and we bought into it and now we're suffering. Okay. And so that's ultimately why at the end of the day, it's not like, oh, no, you know, man, don't really matter. Nah. Now, as long as we think like that, we as a collective are going to be vulnerable and we're not going to be blessed financially. Okay. So they look at that. They destroyed them. And you know, for those that know about Chicago, Cabrini Green, they destroyed all that, or most of it. You know, they demolished it. They got all these families, Asiatics, to go up in there, and many of them, no man in the household. And then after a generation or two, boom, it's gone. And now we just out here, you know, like almost with our pants down, just vulnerable. That's literally what happened when you take the man out the household. So, um, but I just wanted to speak on that because, you know, we, we have to come back in to our divine covenant and, um, the covenant is spoken of in our Holy Quran. So just in case we don't know what that is, let's, let's speak on that real briefly. Uh, okay, here we go. All right. So you go to chapter 48. Verse six, I mean, not verse six, verse nine. The covenant of the great God Allah is very simple. You also see this in the Bible. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be longer upon the earthland, which the Lord thy God hath given thee. Right? And then, you know, if you want to go up for context, read the uh, verses six through nine right? We're getting back into who we are. We as a clean and pure nation descended from the inhabitants of Africa do not desire to amalgamate or marry into the families of the pale-skinned nations of Europe, neither serve the gods of their religion, because our forefathers are the true and divine founders of the first religious creed for the redemption and salvation of mankind on earth. And we know that Islam ultimately means peace. We're returning to Islam, right? We're, we're, we're being at peace, at oneness with the universe. We're making this a way of life. Therefore, we are returning the church and Christianity back to the European nations as it was prepared by their forefathers for their earthly salvation. We understand that that means that we're not knocking Christianity, but we know that politically 
the various nations in Europe agreed to make Christianity their religion. Why? Because they were uncivilized. They weren't able to engage in, in, in trade and things of this nature. They weren't really seen and respected as civilized people. They had to have an understanding that there's creation, that there's, that there's um, a divinity, right? That there's a mathematics and science to the universe and how things are created. And so once they, they, they did that, Christianity for their earthly salvation, while we, the Moorish Americans, are returning to Islam, which was founded by our forefathers for our earthly and divine salvation. And that's the covenant. We, got it. we have to come back into that. That's one way that we honor our forefathers and foremothers. So we have to do this. Um, and, um, you know, it can't be left out. On that um, note, though, that's, that's all really that I wanted to speak on for uh, Chapter 25. But if anyone else has anything that they would like to share that you would like to speak on, feel free to speak up. And on that note, I yield the floor. Islam. Uh, Islam, I could speak on it a little bit. Uh, as far as the chapter 25, uh, which love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, with that, and they can break down just real simple. I'm not gonna hold any time, all means for the open, closed, prompt. Uh, if you look at it in that aspect and to break it down that way, but also when you get towards uh, verse two and three, that the bonds of affection therefore unite thee with the brethren, that peace and happiness may dwell in thy father's house. Which meaning, if you look at it as far as a parent parental aspect, say if you have two children that are sons and they're fighting each other, the father really don't want that. The father really do want the peace of that. And as well as on uh, verse three, and when they separate in the world, remember the relationships that binded you to the love and, un and unity and preferred not a stranger before thy own blood. Now, that's one thing that I could say when it comes to us as Ajax, when you know a true, your true friends, Ajax, your true friends. I had a lot of friends that, you know, if, if I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing or it wasn't for what they wanted me to do, like using the person, yeah, okay, you know, be done like a piece of garbage. But those ones that I could separate and go on a different side of the world, be gone. I don't even have to talk to you for that long. But as soon as I talk to you, we pick up like it's nothing ever left. That's one thing that was the keys in uh, those ones that we as an Asiatic got to look at. Instead of like the bitterness of the world, because the environment is doing a lot to us. And, you know, you wake up every day. Some people might not be in different situations of enlightenment than everybody else. So you got to be mindful of that. Islam, I yield the floor. Islam, brother, and gratitude for speaking on that. Islam. Um, I want to open up the floor too. Does anyone else have anything they'd like to share on chapter 25? Peace. Um, I just thought it could be applied to all relationships too. Islam. 
Islam, definitely. I mean, um, yeah, I can see that too. You know, this this works in everything, business, you know, pretty much all interactions with uh, family and with, um, you know, people from outside your household, right? Your neighbors, brothers and sisters, Islam. And so this is, um, this is pretty much coming into, um, into relations with the community as a whole, right? Where the, the previous ones are, for the most part, dealing with our own household, getting the household in order. This is for us in dealing with each other, right? And we need those instructions because we've been totally tricked and bamboozled, right? And then in many ways, it's like the like when um on your birthday, they put the blindfold on and then spin you around, tell you to go uh, hit the pinata or pin the tail on the donkey or something like we just we don't even know how we got there right we don't know they did all this stuff they built the projects they demolished them they put you here they put you there right they're doing all this stuff to get us turned around and twisted so we have divine instruction so that regardless of all that stuff that's been done we know the way to go and so if something comes up it could be next year it could be right now you know which way to go. Just turn back to the Quran. We have divine instructions. This guarantees our success no matter what. And so we're to put this into action for real, not just for talk. Like we, we're to use these to guide us, Islam. And on that note, though, I want to go ahead and just open up the floor to questions um, in general. So um, if anyone has questions, a uh, brother to just join us on this call. If you have any questions too, feel free to speak up, Islam. Yeah, Islam. All right. Okay, well, um, Islam, if there's no questions, we're going to go ahead and go into the closing of the meeting. All right, yeah. If there's no questions, I want to announce without further ado, we're going to go into the closing of the meeting. Sister Lachey L, would you please read our additional laws? Islam. Um, I rise and give praise to the great Prophet God and law, honors to the Prophet Noble Juali, honors to the forerunner Marcus Messiah Garvey, and honors to everything that is Moorish. Questionary and additional laws from Moorish Americans by the Prophet Noble Juali, Act 1. Grand Sheikhs and Governors and Heads of All Temple, All Business, he said Temple must be approved by the Prophet Noble Juali before acting upon by any members, let it be finance, property, or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finance, ETC, that will cause the support of any group of members. Any former officer, that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction ETC by the prophet or the grand chief. Act two, all members are to attend their ADAPT meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on their meeting period, shall be fined 50 cents on the first case and on the second, he will be fined $1, which will go in your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid and if he has money in the bank, 
he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the more uplifting son because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three, it is the lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to aid me in saving the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, as I have the power invested in my hands and I will have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Act five, all members must promptly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school and the teacher must confirm himself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so because out of your Sunday school comes the guiders of the nation. Act six, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are part and a parcel of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, color folks, black people, or Ethiopians, because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now. And all men must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Noble Juali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act seven, all members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and a parcel of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in mind with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple, being you're entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become a part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Marsh Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Drali, through the guidance of his father God, Allah. Islamism. Happy holy day. Peace and love. Islamism and gratitude, sister. A divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God, Allah, to warn my people to resent, repent from their sinful ways and go back to the state of mind to their forefathers' divine and national principles, that they will be law abiders and receive their divine rights as citizens, according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. 
They are to claim their own free national name and religion. There's but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, and it comes only through the connection of the Moorish divine national movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under a granted privilege as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know the law in the city hall and among the officials in your government and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply, for they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man. It is free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver, and commerce belong to the, to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I am hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a free na national free government and the enforcement of the constitution to help me in my great missionary work, because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I'm depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike. In all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asks for his national descent name, and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger, the same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. <clears throat> and every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizens of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th amendments brought the North and South in unit, placing the Southerners who were at that time without power with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, there's no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use 
to redeem that which was lost, and that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills, and neither will be harmed, because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come. Because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people, and this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, diseases, ETC. And I, the prophet, do herein believe that this administration of the government being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws, and through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of men that have never done them any good, but have always harmed them. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America because they know it is not the true and divine way. And without understanding, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there's not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically, ETC, in their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon the civilized world. They will not refrain from their simple ways of action and their deeds have brought Jim Crowism, segregation, and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they fought the Southerner for all these great misuses. But I've traveled in the South and have examined conditions there and it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace, and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. And I'm hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light. From the prophet. All right, Islam. All right. Prophet put it right back on us. Um, before, we want, before we close out, I do just want to put a call out there for new members. Is anybody who's ready to proclaim your nationality, um, feel free to speak up. If you'd rather talk in private, I'll put uh, email and phone number in the chat. But um, yeah, this is for anybody who's ready to proclaim and assist us in the uplifting acts. Um, this is what we do. This The uh, Holy Day and Sunday school class is only really a portion of what we do in the more science temple of America. It's a big part, but it's only a portion. All right. And then that, on that note, we're going to go ahead and close. Um, well, hang on, let me put this information out there in the chat. Um, So just save that email and phone number. You can just copy and paste that. And we're gonna go ahead and close. All meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to the circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. 
We ask that everyone please rise and face the east with us as we do our closing prayer. All right, if you do not desire to pray with us, we just ask that you remain standing. We face the east with our heels together, forming a 45 degree angle. And we hold up two fingers on the right and five on the left. And you do not need to repeat after me, Morris. Allah, bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers, divine creed and principles. We ask this in thy holy name and the seven Elohim, amen. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, Moors. Islam. This Happy meeting Holy is Day, now Morris. adjourned. Happy Holy Day. Happy Holy Day. Goodwill. Islam, Islam family. Peace and love.